Hi, this is PJ Moore, and you're listening to Mike Set Match. And now, and now. Capital 263. Good day, and welcome to another episode of Mike Said Match, your favorite, number one, your best, all other nice adjectives uh, reflecting how great this podcast really is. Um, but anyway, I'll leave that to you. <laughs> <laughs> to you guys to decide if it's great or not. But anyway, welcome to another episode of Mike Said Match. My name is Lizwe Chitanganya, available on Twitter at Lizwe C. Um, Follow Mike Set Match on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we're not on Instagram yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but find us on Mike uh, on uh, on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. Mike Set Match as well. And Iono FM. Yeah, yeah, you can download. Our shows are very small. You know, download, share with your friends, listen in, critique, review, tell us what you think about our, our episodes. And today I'm joined by the crew, crew, crew. Josh and Shingi, what's good, guys? Yeah, man. Um, it's good to be in the studio. You know, Tuesdays are uh, my favorite days. I love being here. And yeah, man, welcome. Like Lizzo said, Maxed Match. Maxed Match is brought to you by Capital 263. Uh, you can find them on Twitter. You can find them on Facebook. There's a whole lot of other shows we've got. We've got you covered in every aspect. Politics, be it uh, if you love talk, if you love technology. Everything is covered. So just um, look up Capital 263 on Twitter, um, Capital 263 on Facebook, and they are on Instagram, yeah, Capital 263. And uh, if you want to hit me up personally, you can find me on Twitter at Six Legend, Facebook, Josh K. Zawe. Um, yeah, that's about it. And Shingi, what's good? Hi, I'm Shingi. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited for the show, you know. <laughs> I can't even sit still. <laughs> Welcome back, Shingi. It's been a while since we had you in studio, but uh, great that you've joined us. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, and, you know, we are the hot show. We are the hot guys. <laughs> <laughs> and today we bring to you uh, PJ Moore, Zimbabwe national team cricketer. He's joined us for this uh, specific episode, and uh, we are proud to have you, PJ. How's it? Yeah, it's good. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, I think everyone's really buzzing right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> no one can sit still. Yeah, <laughs> we, we could almost just cut the shot, take a few autographs and pictures. Then, uh, then that's it. Then, yeah. you know, that's it for the day. Yeah, <laughs> PJ in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, uh, it's, it's, it's good to have you. So Josh, Shingi and I, uh, you know. Um, We're welcome. PJ Moore, um, it's an honor to have you with us today, yeah? And uh, we're going to be talking Zim cricket. We've got a few things we want to know, you know. We like we like the inside scoop. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um, so, let's get into it, yeah? Sure. Yeah, let's get into it. I guess um, the topical thing we could really start off with before we get into a bit more about PJ is that Sri Lanka tour, man. How awesome was it? Yeah, it was amazing. And I mean, to go there and, and achieve what we did, I think no one really expects it. And um, after we won that first one-day match, I think the belief just was in the squad and stuff. And it was so nice to be part of that. And also just to see the, the support back home and, and what it meant to the people was amazing. So, yeah, it was just great tour and great to be part of it. Yeah, man. And how, how, was, the, how was the feel, you know, when, when, you, when, 
when you leave Zimbabwe to go to a country like Sri Lanka, obviously they are a great cricketing nation. You get there, you know about their home record, you know about how well they perform, and you also look at the previous results of, of the national team against them. How, how does it feel together and change all that, you know, from all the negative comments that... Because, honestly, I, I didn't believe we could come out with, with a single victory. And it turns out we, can, we actually won the series and everything. So how, how, how did that, does that change the mood in the camp, generally? No, it's it's 100% true. You know, when we arrive as Zimbabwe, you often looked at as an underdog and it's not like a big nation's arrived. So the Sri Lankan people, they were, they were very hospitable and welcoming, but you did get the feeling that, you know, Zimbabwe's just pitched up. It's not a big deal. But after we won that first game, I think the whole country sort of looked at us in a different manner. The crowds got bigger. Um, if we went out the hotel, everyone sort of took notice of us. And it was quite nice because the Sri Lankans realized we were there for a scrap. We weren't there to be walked over, which was good. Yeah. Um, tell us about the first match, um, the horizontal bat approach. You were sweeping. The whole team was just <laughs> sweeping. Yeah. Tell us, um, was that the tactic? Did you decide you're going to sweep your way through the match or it just happened? No, it wasn't necessarily the tactic, but we, it was something that we spoke about in depth. Um, obviously, the way Solomon batted in that first game, he just led by example. And the way he was sweeping, I think it just sort of it was like Domino's. The next guy who came and carried on the same method and it just happened to, to come off. So... It was something that we discussed, but I didn't think we expected to sweep as much as we did. Did it ever occur to you after Sri Lanka got back into the series, you know, with the second uh, victory there, did it ever, you know, occur to the team that, okay, this could be that, you know, usual Zimbabwe collapse, we're just going to be walked over the rest of the series? I don't, I don't think so. I think, you know, we won the first game and then we were convincingly beaten the second match. But the fact that we had won that first game, the belief was still there. And then we went on to lose the third game. But even after that, everyone still just, we still knew there's two games left. And yeah, I don't think at any point we thought it was going to be a one-hit wonder. We knew we still had another victory in us. And obviously to win the series was just, yeah, it was, it was unexpected, but we knew as a squad that we could have done it. So. Okay. And um, what, what would you attribute um, that, that series? Because we know previous, prior to that, we had a string of bad results. And, you know, there was an on and off you know, sometimes we win, but most of the times it's not it's not so good. So what what would you attribute the change in in result? Like, what happened? What happened to you guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a lot of things. I mean, you can't pinpoint exactly why why you won that series, but I think in the whole Zimbabwe cricket setup at the moment, a lot of positive things are happening. Um, whether it's to do with the admin or whether it's to do with the players, it's just a lot of positive things are happening, and I think. There's a lot of things that just contributed to the success and hopefully it'll continue and I'm and I'm very optimistic and positive that it will. Yeah. Uh, speaking about your position in the team, um, you've been higher up the bidding order, but um, progressively going lower and lower, but you're still, you know, coming in with the results. Has that affected your sort of game or it's just a you know tactical switch, something you're trying something new you're trying? No, well, obviously, you always want to bat higher up. The, the more opportunity you get to bat in the top order, the better. Yeah. Um, and I know I've been juggled around a little bit, and I think it's just it's just been a tactical thing that the coaching staff have decided to do. And, yeah, I'm very easy going with that. Whatever Whatever's best for the team, I'm happy to do. Um, but, yeah, like, like to be honest, as a batsman, you'd like to see yourself moving up the order as your career progresses, um, not to juggle around so much. But in the same breath, the way, the way our top order is batting and the way our batsmen have batted in that last series, you can't really 
demand to bet <laughs> higher up. So. Yeah, it's just one of those things. But I'm hoping I'm a lot younger than a lot of the betters on the site, so I'm sure my time will come. Okay. So which position do you think uh, would you prefer to bet? One, two, three, four. Which one would you prefer in an ideal world? And before you answer, there was quite some, you know, social media drive that, you know, PJ Moore should be betting like first, you know, or one or two or even three. You know, there was a lot yeah. of people were suggesting that way. Do you feel the same thing or are you feeling, you know, you're just going through the motions and at some point you'll then get there? Uh, to be honest, anywhere in the top order, I'd like to bet. I've opened before and I've op- I opened for, for the Midwest Rhinos. So I'm happy to open the betting. If I get a chance at three or four, that's also great. Um, I know at the moment with our top order with like with Hamilton, Solomon, Craig Irvin, Sean Williams, these guys, it's very difficult to break in at the moment. Mm-hmm. But ideally, anywhere in the top four or five, I'd love to bet there one day. Okay. And um, I'm actually glad that you, you, you brought up uh, the local league. Um, how has that helped you? because we know we don't have the best league in the world sometimes the cricket is there sometimes it's not there's a lot of um, administrative issues going on how do you think the local league has affected or has helped your performance in the national team it's a funny one because the standard of cricket does chop and change in, in domestic cricket i mean there's a lot of overseas players big players who've come out to zimbabwe and haven't haven't performed yeah, yeah. so that sort of says to us that the, our standard is stronger than we think but it does fluctuate. There's sometimes you pitch up and the games are not played to a great standard. There's sometimes you pitch up and they're played to a really good standard. And just before we went to Scotland and Holland, we played a few domestic matches. And I must say that the standard that I saw there was top draw. It was really, really good. And I think everyone's fighting for a place on the national side. Every one of the provincial players sees opportunities, whether it's A side, national side. So I think, yeah, the domestic structure, if we, if we can run it smoothly, Without any hiccups, it can be of a very good standard, and I think it's beneficial for everybody. Great. Uh, while we're coming up, you're mentioning that uh, right now, um, the guys are just working on their fitness, uh, really, because we're waiting for the West Indies tour. You know, um, is that how, how's that coming up for you guys? Yeah, it's been good. We've got a really good fitness trainer, Sean Bell. Um, he works very hard with us. Um, it's like a full-time job for him. He doesn't... <laughs> some messing around. Yeah, some guys like him, some guys not so much. <laughs> some guys don't like to run that much, but it's good. I mean, everyone, everyone's bought into the, into the theory that the fitter we are, the stronger we are, the more athletic we are, the more competitive we're going to be. Um, and that's sort of something that's happened in the last two years. Yeah. Um, so that's really good. And the, the biggest frustration is not playing cricket. We want to be playing competitive cricket the whole time. And yeah. I think that, and everyone knows that boils down to the financials and all sorts of different different factors. But just to be fit and to be ready for when we do get our chance is really important because we don't want to be that team that beat Sri Lanka and then slumped. No, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Took Sri Lanka to the fifth day of the test, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was always an issue as well. You know, can Zimbabwe last a full test? You know, no, we uh, definitely can. can. <laughs> I mean, that was probably the most frustrating day of my career. <laughs> Yeah. To be honest, I mean, yeah. we were so so close, and you know, yeah, to, to lose in, in that manner as well, you know. Yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, losing any game is disappointing, but to get that close was very frustrating. Yeah, man. Um, let's talk about that fifth day, the empowering decision. There was a lot of talk on social media about that decision. Yeah. Um, you were there, you saw. Do you really think that was the turning point of the match, or we could have done better as a bowling unit to? push ourselves over the line from 
I wouldn't say that was the turning point. I mean, if that had gone away, I think it would have made a big difference. Um, but the, but in, in giving credit to the Sri Lankans, they batted really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dequila and the other guy were Asela. They were really, really composed. And in a day five wicket in a subcontinent, yeah. it doesn't matter if, if you grew if you grew up in Sri Lanka, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. And I think we threw everything we could at them. Uh, a few things didn't go away, but that's cricket. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just the nature of sport. Sometimes actually goes your way. Sometimes they don't. Um, and then you just to take it back to to what you're saying about you getting a great fitness trainer. How instrumental has also been the changing coaching staff? You know, uh, Makai and Tini coming in. Uh, you know, uh, history coming in as as, as, a, as a coach. How how much of a difference has that made to get you know such um, big names, world class players in their time to come and be coaches of the national team? How has that um, helped? The, you know. No, it's yeah, it's been fantastic. I mean, obviously, growing up, we all watched those guys on TV and stuff, and they were our idols. And to see that Zimbabwe cricket has actually invested in a proper technical staff to look after us, it's it's it's, it's inspiring for the players. You know, you put you up to practice, and Makai is helping the bowlers or Kluzner's with the batsmen. Heat streak is there. It's it's really good, and I think it's been it's worked wonders for us so far. And um, yeah, I think I think we're only going to get better the more time we spend under those big players and those big names. Uh, Lance Kluzner, um, I assume he's the one you work with the most yeah. from that uh, from that team. How important has he been, you know, with uh, his experience in South Africa? South Africa is just next door, you know. How important has that, you know, vibe been that yeah. he's brought to your betting personally? He, well, personally, he's been unbelievable. I mean, like I said just now, he's one of the guys that I used to watch on TV. And I'm not the only one on the team. We all used to watch him. Um, and just his whole approach, he's very, very relaxed chilled out guy but when it comes to practicing he's very very intense and he wants you to get the results and stuff like that so he's been he's been brilliant and um i think he's he's really helped all the batsmen i don't think there's any batsman who has not benefited improved under him yeah um talking about a relaxed environment we've seen makai antini he's the showman he's the funny man he's the funny guy um is he as crazy as he is out there (laughs) on the (laughs) when it comes to training because he's all over, he's jumpy, he's full of energy, that guy. Yeah. But um, how is he like on the training pitch? No, he's, he's exactly the same. And I think it's quite nice because sometimes when you pitch up to matches, everyone's quite nervous and whatever. And he just brings that relaxed environment, you know. And he's been there, done that. He's a brilliant player. Mm-hmm. So I think his, his um, yeah, this, the same guy that you guys see is the same guy that we have <laughs> in the change room. And it's nice. It's, a, it's, it's cool to have him around. Yeah, and it's always good, you know, to have that icebreaker in the in the squad, you know, yeah. because sometimes really, you know, the nerves kick in and you end up losing the match just because you've been nervous the whole time. You know, somebody who makes the situation just comfortable. It's it's really important to have something like that. Okay. Um. I also, I, I'm I'm very keen on the domestic league, you know, because I believe those structures are necessary for us to you know even on national team level to improve. How how much uh, improvement do you think could be made on the domestic league? Um, you know, teams wise, sponsorship wise, you know, uh, structure wise. How the way to structure because I don't think it runs as smooth and as consistent as it should. What do you think are the administrative things that could be done? You know, to improve the domestic league itself. Yeah, there's a lot of things that could be done. I think, but in fairness, I think the last two years. It has had its hiccups and stuff, but it has run a lot smoother than, than years gone by. And I think the more time we have the right administrators and the right roles and stuff like that, it will it will gradually progress. 
I mean, there's a few little things that you could point out. Maybe just time the timing of the different things. You know, instead of playing your four-day cricket over Christmas, maybe play it a bit earlier before the rains. Small little things like that just to make it run a bit smoother. But um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of A-side cricket as well, which has been massive. Yeah. It's, a lot of guys have got opportunities in the last two years, which we never got before. And I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of us only broke into the national side a little bit later on, because there weren't many, you know, there was just franchise cricket on the national side. There was no, no A-side cricket. Yeah. And I know that Zimbabwe cricket have made a big, eff- a big, big effort to try and play more A-side cricket. And I think it's going to help a lot with the younger guys coming through. Okay, um, let's talk about social media. Um, okay, I'm very active on social media, and there's a lot of criticism. I include it. I talk a lot, and I will be. What's going on and everything? Do you, you players read on the comments we make on social media? How much criticism do you receive, and does it affect you in performance and everything like that? I think everyone's different. Some guys read it, some guys don't. Um, personally, I don't really read it too much, just because. It's, when you read something negative it sort of sticks with you and we want to just try and create a positive environment with all the players mm-hmm. um, but yeah I can't really comment on everybody but I personally don't don't read into it too much okay, yeah. okay. But, um, the, but in the same breath you know when guys when you do hear of guys who are bleating about certain things it's only because they're patriotic and they're passionate about cricket in Zimbabwe so I don't think anyone ever takes it personally it's just you know one of those things well, it's, it's good our fans to hear. Our fans. <laughs> yeah. it's good to hear um, but <laughs> In the same way, um, you're a wicketkeeper, right? And there's been a bit of criticism about your wicketkeeping and everything. I want to know what you're doing like right now to, you know, get the reflexes in order and everything. To just get better as a player, especially in the wicketkeeping department. Yeah, I mean, obviously you hear things all the time. Whenever you make a mistake, if you always well, <laughs> people forget it when you when you do something yeah. good. But <laughs> but I do know that I've got I've got room for improvement. I'm the first to admit it, mm-hmm. and I know behind the scenes I'm doing everything I, I possibly can to improve. So hopefully, come the next series, everyone will see a little bit more improvement if I'm in the squad, and yeah, hopefully we'll continue to progress. Yeah. Now, if you're not in the squad, we are writing because <laughs> <laughs> we've already we've already expressed our opinion that we think maybe you should be high up in the order because, frankly, you're you're one of um our better players, you know, as that team is composed. Thank you. And speaking of that, the selection process for the national team. Do you think that is going as well as it should? Do you think there are players who deserve to be in the national team that aren't? Do you think the players? Okay, you know, I'm asking very <laughs> difficult <laughs> questions, but yeah, the, thing, um, the, the, the selection that is the best crop that we have on the field. Um, it's hard to say. I mean, I think everyone's got faith in our select our selection panel at the moment. Obviously, it's it's headed by Taibu, who's everyone is very approachable and he's a good guy. So I think at the moment, everyone, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, they're picking the best side, and there are guys on the fringes who are knocking on the door, which creates a very good and competitive environment. So, whoever the selectors go with, I think everyone is happy with that. It's yeah, it seems everything seems fair and it seems good. Um, going into the future, you guys are playing West Indies first, and then uh, there was an announcement on social media that you guys are going to be playing um, Test cricket, Boxing Day Test cricket against South Africa um, in December. Then uh, after that, there's the qualifiers that is next year, right? Um, how, the prepar- how are the preparations coming about for that? Yeah, well, it's the same as us. We also read it on social media about the Boxing Day test. I don't, I don't know if anything's confirmed yet. 
Obviously, if it does happen, it would be fantastic. It would be yeah, such, such a great thing to play in. Um, as far as we know, we just have West Indies coming up, and then hopefully we'll hear more about the future. Alviro Peterson is, uh, I think, the guy who broke the news, but he, he said that uh, playing Zimbabwe was a nice average booster yeah. for the South African team. How did that make you feel on the back of you guys defeating Sri Lanka? Are you ready to kick South African butt? Yes. <laughs> it's motivating to hear stuff like that. Maybe in years gone by it might have been, but I don't. I think I think we'll surprise them if we get there and we play the brand of cricket that we know we're capable of playing. Uh-huh. Uh, that'll be great. And then the qualifiers that uh, we announced that are going to be hosted in Zimbabwe, you know, um, is, is that the biggest news we've had in Zim cricket for a while? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm not sure if it's 100% official yet. But I, I believe that there's a chance that it'll be held here. And if it does happen, I think it'll be great just for the whole country to have the qualifiers for, 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 for Zimbabwe is obviously very beneficial because we're playing in our backyard. Um, to qualify for that World Cup will be a massive, massive thing for us. Um, yeah, so hopefully it does happen, but I'm not 100% sure if it's, if it's confirmed yet or not. Okay. Yeah. And let's say it does happen that way. I just want to know your preference as, as a team. Obviously, you know, there are fields that you prefer, there's conditions that you prefer. Do you think that you have a better chance at playing at home or do you have a better chance playing elsewhere? I think obviously playing at home, is, you play in your own conditions, it does help. But uh, regarding which ground everyone prefers to play at, I think it's chops and change between each player. I personally like playing in Bulawayo, even though I'm from Arari. <laughs> um, yeah, that's where I made my test debut and I had a relative success during that match, so it's a special ground for me. Okay. And uh, well, hopefully, when, when we, if the qualifiers do happen, we, we pray that um, the cricket union does spread it across the country, you know, that yeah, everyone gets a feel of that internet, you know, to have all those stars, uh, you know, come around and you know, just involve everyone in, in, in the cricket. Yeah, man. I was going to get into a bit of uh, your most memorable matches, you know, breaking down PJ as the man. Um, you've mentioned uh, Queen Sports Club. Which one was your most memorable, memorable match away from home? Um, probably my de- my one-day debut as well. Uh-huh. Um, even though it wasn't a great game for me, I was so nervous and it's a little bit of a blur still when I think about it. Just getting that chance, to, it was in Bangladesh, it was in Dakar. Just getting that chance to represent Zimbabwe, knowing that all my friends and family back home are watching, that was very special. So, yeah. But regarding the best, the best um, results to be part of, I'd, we'd definitely be winning the series in Sri Lanka. That feeling after the game was uh, something that I hope I experience a lot more times in my career. <laughs> <laughs> we hope so too, because we are right buzzing. And then an argument rose up as to which one is the is Zimbabwe's uh, best victory in uh, the recent re- history. The victory against Australia at the Harare Sports Club or the win, the Sri Lanka win uh, up in Sri Lanka? <laughs> Which one would you choose as uh, one of the best? I guess probably you'd incline to the one that you put in Sri Lanka. Definitely Sri Lanka. That was a given. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's straightforward. But you do, would you think you know that victory against Australia would stand a chance against uh, yeah. victory against Sri Lanka? Away? I, I remember watching that game. I was in the crowd, and it was yeah, it was just just to be a Zimbabwean watching that match was awesome. Uh-huh. And the fact that it was at home, um, I think that was also special because you could see how happy all the, the fans were in the crowd were. Yeah. Um, it, when we won in Sri Lanka, it's hard to see how everyone's reacting back home because there's probably yeah, like five Zimbabweans in the whole crowd. So. 
yeah, well, that, that, that win against, against Australia was, it was cool to be there and just to see how it happened and unfolded. Uh-huh. And uh, scoring 300 plus, I think, was it more than three times or so, or so uh, for Zimbabwe, uh, either chasing or, you know, setting their score. How was that for the rest of the team, you know? Um, new feeling for the team? Yeah, it is a new feeling for us, but I think it's something that we definitely can continue to do. Especially with, with our current batting, batting order and batting lineup, it's you know, there's some brilliant players there, and we know that if we play a positive brand of cricket, we can achieve those sort of totals often. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's uh, just quickly. There's been some major reports of Carl uh, Jarvis and um, Brendan Tyler, Taylor, you know, possibly coming back to join the squad. Um, have guys started talking about it in the, ch- in the dressing room or? Uh, still just in, <laughs> online. Uh, I think it's still just online. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't heard anyone talking about it, but yeah, I have. I have seen on Twitter and stuff fans talking about it. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not too sure. Looks like a lot of these stories are just on social media. <laughs> <laughs> or, or PJ said he doesn't pay too much attention to social media. So <laughs> yeah, well, but in the camp, it's not being said. So. Yeah. Well, we I think we we're not in camp at the moment. Everyone's doing their own thing, fitness-wise. So okay, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so when when do you guys um will commence camp for for the West Indies series? I'm not too sure. I'm I'm part of the Africa Cup team that goes down to South Africa in two weeks' time. So I think we'll we'll go into camp probably this coming week. I presume. Mm-hmm. For for the Africa Cup. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, you've been described as an explosive batsman. So I want to know who inspired your style of play. Batsman, even as a wicket keeper, wicket keeper batsman, who's the player that you looked up to and said, I want to play like him? Yeah, as a kid, I used to love watching Gilchrist. I think that was before I even thought about becoming a wicket keeper, just the way he batted and the way he went about his, his business. I used to love watching him. And then when I, when, I, when I took up keeping, I also, it made me like him even more because he was a wicket keeper batsman and an explosive batsman. So he was someone that I always looked up to. And then domestically, Brennan Taylor was. He was like my idol growing up, and he's one of the guys that I'm still quite close to. Um, he helps me a lot. We talk a lot about cricket. So when I went, when I went, when I made my debut, he was in the squad as well. Um, so that was really nice. And he's somebody that I also, yeah, I try and base my batting around. But even though we're very different, <laughs> different <laughs> techniques. Yeah, man. Um, okay. Speaking of, let's let's get into PJ Moore, the player. When did you start um, playing cricket? When and where? What 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 got you into the sport? Um, I just started playing at home with my brothers when I was growing up. Uh, probably when I was about five or six, I started playing. My dad is a very passionate cricket follower and he played a bit of cricket. My uncle played for Zimbabwe Country District. Um, so yeah, I think it just came from a cricketing family and that's when I picked it up. And then going through school is just something that I loved. I loved playing cricket and I think that's what, what made me pursue it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was reading out and they're saying you have the record that St. John's uh, highest ODI score. Yeah. yeah it's still not broken. <laughs> How many <laughs> years has it been since you left school? Yeah, I left in 2009, so I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost a decade. <laughs> <laughs> the record is 2008. Hey, St. John's guys do better. <laughs> in terms of uh, new talent that's uh, coming in, I guess you're one of the new guys that have come, come, come up, you know. Um, there's the likes of uh, Brian Cherry as well. You know, how are the younger guys taking it? You know, joining the squad, um, learning new things, and you know, feeling is really an important part of the whole side. How's that going? Yeah, it's good. I think there's a lot of young talent coming through, like you say. 
Um, there's a lot of guys we haven't featured in the Zimbabwe national side who have got a really bright future. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the more we play, the more the fans will get to see these players coming through the through the system. Um, and I think the environment now is really good. You see how the, the national side performing in Sri Lanka, it, it creates a buzz among, amongst the guys who are on the verge of making the squad. Everyone's keen and everyone wants the opportunity. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of talent coming through and um, the environment for them is good. Okay. Um, let's talk about the integration of young talent into the national team. I've always been of the view that before, it was like there were certain players that always got picked. It was like favoritism or something. <laughs> but I didn't understand what was going on. The player plays bad, keeps on getting a chance. While he's hey, name them, bro. Just name them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. But is the system now better? Is the, are the opportunities better now for young talent to actually have a fair shake? into the national team. Definitely. I think with the selection panel that we have, if you're performing and you deserve a chance, you get your chance. That's, um, yeah. That's basically it. That's I it. I think so. Yes. Yeah. All right. And um, how how do you feel, you know, on the back of the Sri Lanka tour, how do you feel playing at home against the West Indies? What what, what do you think is, is going to happen just prediction-wise? You know, just so that we get a feel of, of where your mind is, okay, personally, as a player, where your mind is as a player to say, okay, we, we have won this series, we've done so well here and there, and looking at the West Indies and the way they're performing on their part, how, how do you, where are you standing in terms of the way you think it results are going to go? I can't comment on the results, but I, all I do know is that we are very excited for them to arrive. We, Any cricket coming to Zimbabwe is great, and yeah. especially with the momentum that we've got from Sri Lanka. I think, and I'm, and I'm very optimistic that we're going to play good cricket. And who knows, at the moment, we, we know we're capable of getting the results. But, yeah, we'll wait to see what happens when they arrive. Uh, one man we really just haven't um, gone into as well is our hit streak. You know, former captain, national team, now is the coach. Did very well with the, the Bangladesh revolution. Um, do you guys feel like, you know, this is the man who's taking Zimbabwe to the next level, really. You know, his leadership, his coaching role, his experience about the local terrain, obviously overseas, you know. Is he the man that's really, you know, shaking things up in the national team? Just in the few months that he's been our head coach, it's, it's very evident the changes that have happened. Um, I personally think he's been brilliant. He's been like a breath of fresh air to the national side. Obviously, he's a Zimbabwean and he's played for Zimbabwe and he knows what it means to be a, a Zimbabwean cricketer. So having him as our head coach has been great. And I, I firmly believe that if he if he is in charge for a, for a good long period, we'll definitely, definitely continue to improve. Yeah. And, oh, well, obviously, we are hoping that you guys qualify for the World Cup. We need, we need to get back, you know, on, on that stage of cricket. Do you feel like the national team is there yet? Or do you think... You still, you still need a bit of time, you know, to, to get back on that level of because obviously this is coming back from, you know, a, a time where cricket had taken a bit of a slump. But now obviously the victories against Sri Lanka, you know, the quality of even the even the when when the test match that you lost, you could tell that the quality of cricket has improved, you know, in, in the national team. Do you think you guys are ready for World Cup cricket? Yeah, definitely. I think Obviously, we've played in all the World Cups that have gone gone by, and with relative success. I mean, Zimbabwe have beaten some big teams at big tournaments. Yeah. And I definitely think with our current team and with the with the guys coming through the system now, if we do qualify for that World Cup, 
will be very competitive and I think we will be, I'm, I'm a good firm believer that we'll, we will be more than competitive. Yeah. Okay, the man is trying to say they're going for the cup. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's hiding, he's trying to hide it, but that's what he's saying. <laughs> so to everyone who's listening to this, the man is saying they are going for the World Cup. That's what we are, that's what we are in Zimbabwe. <laughs> Right. Um, I, I guess um, that has been, you know, a, um, just a brief, nice interview from our side. I don't know if any of the guys still have much no, I'm more. But they said they're going for the World Cup. <laughs> 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 uh, but it, it's been great having you in studio, PJ. Thank you very much you know, for just um, opening up, you know, a few doors into what's going on behind the scenes with the same cricket team, especially on the back of that win in Sri Lanka. You know, we're, we're really proud of you guys, and we're happy going forward that we're going to yeah. fill up. The ground we are a sports definitely club going to feel sports club wherever we're gonna play <laughs> make sure the numbers are out there you know supporting the boys and yeah. making sure you know you give us those 300s again okay? yeah, <laughs> yeah and then um to all our listeners you know you know how we do it at max it match whenever the zim cricket is gonna play whenever there's something going on check our pages check our twitter check our facebook all the information you need will be there fixtures dates uh, times Ticket prices, beer prices. Even if you want, we can we can, <laughs> <laughs> we can find out for you um, whether PJ Moore is, is gonna play, whether he's aiming for a century. We'll tell you. Just keep an eye out, and we'll definitely uh, thank you, PJ, for coming through. It was very very nice having you in the studio. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. It was nice to be here and to yeah, meet you guys. Yeah, hopefully you come back um, later um, after the, the the West Indies tour because um, we, we're gonna be asking you yeah, like. Look, you say it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> as you promised. <laughs> as you promised, you know. Yeah. D- 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 I'm I'm pretty sure you guys are gonna deliver. I'm pretty confident now. My faith in the national team is back. <laughs> it's uh, taking a young vacation, but yeah, it's back now. And yeah, like Lizzo said, we're proud of you guys and uh, what you've achieved in, in Sri Lanka, especially. And we wish you all the best uh, in the future matches coming out against West Indies, potentially like in South Africa and in the World Cup qualifiers. Thank you very much. And please, if you play South Africa, beat those matches. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say some explicit. It is. but free to say, free to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, please, just for our viewer, Peter said, you know, just need to do it. Yeah, yeah man. Really. So, yeah, man, um, it's been a good in the studio. Uh, that's it from us today. We are Max at Match. We are brought to you by Capital 263. Free to say it, free to do it. Uh, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, follow Capital 263 and listen to all the other great shows, man. They've got some really great shows going up. We've got uh, Politics and Beyond, Technology, Nayaona and the other guys. There's, there's, I can't even mention them all. There's like a whole lot of content for you guys. So just keep an eye out. And from me, Shinge and Lizwe, until next time, ciao. And now. And now. Capital 263.